The Arizona Cardinals hold Pat at the trade deadline. What does it mean? You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Tuesday Live Locked On Cardinals um, post trade deadline. Kind of, you know, I don't know what to make of this. I, I like normally I've got this polished opening where, so you know, this is what we're going to talk about, and these are the things that are important, and this is how we react to the the winner loss that just happened. But I'm having this like existential crisis. And I don't know what to think. I will discuss what I mean throughout today. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. I am doing this live on Twitter Spaces and on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, go to Twitter at Clancy's Corner, join the Twitter Space. If you're on Twitter Spaces, go Lockdown Cardinals on YouTube. Join it, subscribe, turn the notifications on. Easiest way to follow what the hell is going on here at Lockdown Cardinals. Today's episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to ten times your money on your entry. First time users can hundred can get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to hundred bucks with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. So there's a couple of things that have kind of you know gone gone back and forth in my head here. First of which, Bradley Chubb going to Miami. Goodbye, my love, dumb and dumber. That would have been the perfect addition for the Cardinals, even if you had to give up a first pick. I feel like that would have been a clear indication from Steve Kime, like, got to do it this year. Um, The Cardinals stand pat. So there's a couple different ways to look at this. In the second segment, I'm going to discuss kind of where the Cardinals are schedule-wise, roster-wise, and how important the next three games are because they're all interdivisional matchups. And with the Cardinals sitting three and five, there's still only two games out from the NFC West lead and starting to slowly dissipate away from the NFC playoff picture, what does it all mean? So, right now, you could look at this as Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime saying, for better or worse, agree, I mean, uh, you know, correctly or incorrectly, this team has enough talent when Hollywood Brown comes back to make a playoff push. There is no need to trade future draft capital to bolster the roster now, to mortgage the future on what would potentially be a one-year rental or a whatever, 10-game rental, um, being Bradley Chubb, even though people think that, you know, he'd obviously sign an extension wherever he got traded to. Why would teams give up a first-round pick if that weren't the case? The other side is they mailing it in? Like, is this, uh, well, we tried. And this team has enough talent with Kyler Murray on offense and the defense is held up enough to where, you know, they can make a push. They probably should have beat Minnesota. There were three turnovers there. Should have probably beat Minnesota. And, you know, the Cardinals will be four and four if they beat Minnesota. They're close enough. And we'll kind of see where it goes. We'll play it out. I don't know which of the two they were thinking. I don't know if it's somewhere in the middle. But what I do know is that, and I talked about this last week, that the future of the Arizona Cardinals is right now. Like planning for the future, accumulating draft picks, that's not where the Cardinals are right now. 
And the fact that they didn't trade anybody away lends them to lends me to believe that they understand that in some capacity. Like if they were to tr- have traded JJ Watt or Rondell Moore uh, or another pseudo impact maker today, it would have made me think, well, they're completely disconnected from what's happening right now because the last four years, the last three years really, is when teams build rosters after drafting a rookie, after drafting a, a quarterback. Look at what Philly's doing with Jalen Hurts, just adding everything. AJ Brown and they added DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, so I'm not saying that the Cardinals haven't added players, but they've traded for multiple and signed multiple defensive players. Hassan Reddick being one of them. Traded for Darius Slay. Okay, Miami speaks for itself. Traded for Bradley Chubb. Traded for Tyreek Hill. Accumulated draft picks by trading down and drafting Jalen Waddle and being able to trade for Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb, moving down three spots to allow San Francisco to move up to draft Trey Lance. The Chargers have added so many pieces. And then you look at what the Cardinals have done, and yes, DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz, J.J. Watt, they've added pieces for sure. Um, Traded for Hollywood Brown, obviously. But it's been so top-heavy that it doesn't look like as full a roster as what other teams have done surrounding a young quarterback on the rookie-scale deal. So it makes it a little bit more complex now as the extension comes into play for Kyler Murray, where it's like there's going to be a lot less money to go around. They will have their draft picks, but then you look at the other side. Do you trust Steve Kime to draft well? And Steve Kime has had – he's shown flashes, okay? He's just like he's just like Cliff Kingsbury. I've said this pretty much since Cliff Kingsbury came in, into becoming the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury can put together a great movie trailer, but the movie isn't always that good. He can call some great plays throughout the course of a game, but the full picture isn't great. That's kind of Steve Kimes' draft record is, yes, he definitely traded up for Buda Baker. That was his best draft move, in my opinion, aside from running unopposed to draft Kyler Murray. He moved up to the top of the second round to draft Buda Baker. Byron Murphy seems to be coming into his own. Zayvon Collins seems to be worthy of the first-round pick we've seen so far even though the Cardinals probably should have drafted an offensive lineman or corner there. Isaiah Simmons, that's the one that's kind of really sticking in. It's Isaiah Simmons and Hassan Reddick are the two that have really stuck where it's like, maybe they are good players, and they are, but not in the system in which they were drafted. And Isaiah Simmons still seems kind of lost. They don't really know where to play him. And this is year three and a half, or year two and a half. So they should have figured out where to play. Maybe that's on Van Joseph. Maybe that's just scheme. But you see the convoluted nature of what Steve Kime has done since Kyler Murray has been drafted. And then you look at what some other organizations have done. It's very rigid. Howie Roseman had a plan. Miami Dolphins had a plan. Tom Telesco had a plan after drafting their respective young quarterbacks. And it didn't seem like Steve Kime really did. He's just kind of, Another way I, I, a metaphor or an analogy for Steve Kime is Steve Kime is a procrastinating student who is smart enough to get a C minus after not doing anything all semester, getting a C minus on the final and passing. That's kind of what Steve Kime does. And as we look at it right now with the trade deadline passed, are the Cardinals good enough to compete? Are they good enough as currently constructed? to make the playoffs. I'm going to talk about the next three games specifically. 
and then I'll talk about if they're good enough to make the playoffs as currently constructed. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, your team every day on this live post ugh, trade down. They didn't do anything. I don't know what that means. I, I, I don't know what that means. But we'll find out if the Cardinals have what it takes to continue, win some games, hopefully wait until Hollywood Brown comes back. They're in the mix, make a push. That's the idea. We'll find out next. Locked on Cardinals first. Prize picks. Okay. Prize picks is daily fantasy made extremely easy. Okay. All you have to do, download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com. You pick two to five players, and if they'll score more or less in their prize picks projections, and you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just the projections themselves. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, everything. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100 bucks, they give you 100 If you deposit 50 they give you 50 don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Trade deadlines come and gone. Um, I said that before the game on Sunday, this past Sunday, that win or lose, it shouldn't change the thought process going into the trade deadline. And it seems to have not I, i'm curious to see if like if the cardinals would have won what they would have done or if they're happy with where they're at and they're like you know what got to stay within a game of 500 got to stay at 500 until hollywood brown comes back and then we're gonna find out because by all accounts this offense should hum diddly hum with hollywood brown back it should be a top five offense in the nfl at least on paper it should be because you have two wide receiver ones it seems You've got Zach Ertz, Rondale Moore. Hopefully James Conner will be healthy by then. The Cardinals just have to get there. They just have to get there. And transitioning into their next three games, Seattle at home, Rams on the road, 49ers at home, quote-unquote, but in Mexico City. If the Cardinals can go 2-1 and one in these next three games, it'll really put them in a position to where they're – I mean, they're still – well within reach of the playoff picture, well within reach. And you hope that the NFC West still continues to eat each other. You got to hope that they still eat each other. And they have everything has happened like that so far. But the Cardinals need to win games also. Like the Cardinals need to win. They need to win a division game. And if they can win two out of the next three, like they need to beat Seattle at home. They need to beat Seattle at home. There's really, they played terribly offensively. They didn't score an offensive point after the 10 minute 42nd mark in the first quarter when they played at Lumen Field in, in Seattle. They had a special teams punt block touchdown, missed extra point by Matt Amendola. feel like that was six months ago. But the Cardinals offense looked fine at times, looked good at times against Minnesota. It looked good at times. Marching down the field, touchdowns, 
marching down the field, touchdowns. And then Kyler Murray, you know, two really bad throws. One in the first half and one in the second half. Two really, really, oh no, both in the second half. Two really, really bad throws. Really bad. And then the muff punt by Greg Dortch. So even though they lost on Sunday, you can kind of take it away like, well, the offense looked fine. The offense looked okay. The offense looked good at times. And that's something you need to hang your head on because the offense needs to emerge as a powerhouse of this team if the Cardinals want to win. It's the same story. But I feel like once Hollywood Brown comes back, I don't know, five weeks, hopefully the beginning of December, like you hope that, and they have their bye week also. So you'd hope that after their bye week in week 14 is when Hollywood Brown comes back. They go Seattle at home, Rams on the road, 49ers at home in Mexico City. And I believe it's the Chargers in week 12. And then they have their bye week. And then they have New England on the other side of the bye. So if the Cardinals can go two and one of these next three interdivisional opponents, they're going to put themselves in a position to where magic can happen. And that's something that, and that's pretty much all you want. They're on like the second nine of the masters on Friday where it's like, it's not really moving day yet. And it's not the final push, but you're starting to see, okay, who's going to make the cut? Who's going to make the cut? And the Cardinals need to go two and one in their next three. They have to. They have to. To go to five and six, have the Chargers coming into town. If the Cardinals can finish the first 12 weeks at six and six, you take it. That would be the most ideal situation. Obviously, them winning out and start going seven and five is more ideal. But you look at these teams. The Seahawks are five and three. Come on. Cardinals can beat the Seahawks. You look at the Rams, the Rams have not looked good. At least from compared to what we saw last year, even though Matthew Stafford didn't look great for a good portion of last year. And then you have the Rams on the road. That's what they, they should have beat the Rams at home weeks ago if they could have scored touchdowns. If the Rams were not last year's Rams. And luckily Cooper Cup, you know, because you don't want anybody to get injured. Cooper Cup seems to have... Um, maneuvered around a severe injury on one of the last plays of the game last week against San Francisco when San Francisco put up a hundred points on the Rams and the of San Francisco in Mexico city. It's almost better. Like when we saw, when I saw the schedule come out, I was like, Oh damn it. Like the Cardinals go to Mexico city. You wish it was a road game, but because they technically have nine home games and eight road games, one of those is on a neutral field. Now it's almost better that they're in Mexico city because you want as many outliers as possible at their discretion. You don't want 49ers fans to just infiltrate State Farm Stadium like they did, like they did SoFi Stadium against the Rams a couple days ago. It was that that was the San Francisco 49ers home game. That was a home game. So what the Cardinals have done up until this point, it seems like Steve Keim is content and Michael Bidwell are content with riding with this squad and waiting until Hollywood Brown comes back. And I feel like that is a competent way to look at it. Will they tread water? Will they stand pat? Will they hang around 500 until Hollywood Brown comes back and this offense can be finally unlocked? We'll see. But that seems to be the game plan right now. They didn't give up any draft capital. They didn't trade anybody away. We'll see what happens. 
Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Will the Cardinals make the playoffs? This is my way too early prediction right after the trade deadline because this is one of the, you know, checkpoints across the NFL season. Through eight weeks, it used to be halfway through. Now it's 48% of the way through, eight through 17, eight out of 17, or not, whatever, nine out of eight out, whatever, eight out of 18 weeks. Um, will the Cardinals make the playoffs? We talk about it. Bet online first, though. Bet online is one of our favorites. Like all of them are our favorites. It's like trying to choose between children. You can't do it. You just can't do it. Bet online continues to be your number one source for all your football wagering information, podcasts, everything this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, in-depth analysis every game. And always, Bet Online remains the number one source for betting football and for all your sports wagering information, as I mentioned, with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports this season. Go to the website or use your mobile device to lay, today to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. And also, I love talking about local sponsors here. Um, MySolarNerd.com. Okay, so there's a lot of companies out there that promise free solar. And the truth is many of the companies aren't local. Because of that, they're using misleading tactics and end up overcharging homeowners. If you're considering solar but something felt off, you're going to want to listen to what MySolarNerd's got to got offer. Their mission is simple. Help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. The guys at MySolarNerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona. They've been doing this for a while and understand that an educated customer is a happy one and their no-pressure approach will make sure all your questions get answered. Our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no-commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for our listeners that are homeowners, so keep that in mind. Visit MySolarNerd.com and select Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section. My, make the switch to solar on your terms. Start your research process by visiting MySolarNerd.com. And show Locked On some love by letting them know we sent you. Folks, going solar doesn't need to be complicated. MySolarNerd.com makes it easy. All right. Cardinal Stan Pat. Three and five. Nine games left. Is this roster equipped to win? I talked about, did Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell decide that this is enough? That the Cardinals could win with this roster? Or, like, you know what? See what happens. Come what may. There'll be some changes this offseason. I don't know. I don't know the answer. But if the theory was Hollywood Brown will be back in a month, you hope. And when he comes back, you'll be able to truly see what this offense is made of. And if the Cardinals can go two and two or three and one in the next four weeks, then they, you know, and then they have their bye week, they're cooking. Because then you'll truly be able to see what Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins look like side by side and what this offense could be. What this offense could be with Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Zach Ertz, Kyler Murray. It's an embarrassment of riches compared to the average offense in the NFL. But we haven't gotten to, we haven't gotten to see it. DeAndre Hopkins suspended for six weeks. Hollywood Brown hurt in the sixth game, which means that they've overlapped and never played with each other on an NFL field. 
the one thing that needs to be avoided is the Cardinals losing three out of their next four, being out of contention, and Hollywood Brown coming back and it not mattering. And I and it mattering. I don't think that's a word. And having it not matter. I don't think that that's going to happen. But that's something where it's like, with both of them at the end of the season, having contractual conversations. Hollywood Brown, even though he, they exercise his fifth-year option, he shares an agent with A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and Debo Samuel, none of whom played out the rookie scale contract before getting a contract extension. So I'm assuming Hollywood Brown's going to want a contract extension after this season, not after next. But after next, this is almost null and void. But if he wants it after this season, DeAndre Hopkins has an out after this season. Are they going to pay him? Are they going to extend him and try and restructure to make the capologist's job a little bit easier going into 2023? Are they going to give $50 million combined to two wide receivers when the offensive line looks the way that it does? When the pass rush looks the way that it does? I don't know. But I do know that it's going to be a lot easier to pay both of them if we get to see both of them on the field in meaningful games. And I tweeted out a week and a half ago, I think they should pay him. Figure it out. Figure it out. If you can have Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins on the same field, you figure it out. And hopefully, hopefully infused into that would be maybe DeAndre Hopkins backloading his guaranteed money or them turning into a signing bonus or Hollywood Brown maybe getting an extension, but, but shrinking his, his salary for 2023 a bit to make it work. If both of these gentlemen want their money up front, it's not going to work. If they want a whole bunch of cheese in 2023, it's not going to work. And that I don't think is going to happen, but that's a situation that we're just going to have to monitor because they're both going to want their contracts for different reasons. One, Hollywood Brown hasn't gotten paid yet. He hasn't gotten that big money deal. He was drafting the 20s in the first round. DeAndre Hopkins, this may be his last big money contract, even though he's still one of the best receivers in the NFL. He's got two years left. If he's if he agrees to add a couple dummy years to the end and be able to spread this baby out salary cap-wise, the Cardinals will have an ability to keep two of the better receivers in the NFL on the same roster for a handful of years to come. That would be ideal. But it starts with needing to prove that this offense is going to work with Cliff Kingsbury calling the plays, with Kyler Murray under center, and with you know these two guys who are going to be getting paid a lot of money both be on the Arizona Cardinals roster as well. And the way that happens is the Cardinals go two and two at worst in the next four weeks, starting with beating Seattle on Sunday. If they beat Seattle on Sunday, moving to four and five, Seattle moves to five and four, the NFC West is going to be gross, but it's going to be close. It's going to be close and gross, gross and close. And that's a way to bridge a gap is winning division games. Winning divisional games is the easiest way to go from last place to first place in the division. Because San Francisco looks like the bell of the ball at this point. They do. They look like the bell of the ball. They just ran rough shot over, over the Rams without Debo Samuel on Sunday. It was pretty impressive, actually. So you give them that. They're only, I think, a game ahead of the Cardinals. I think they're four and four. And you look at how poorly the Cardinals have played at times had they haven't been able to put together a full game. They're only two games out of the NFC West lead with nine to play. Could be a lot worse. It really could. And DeAndre Hopkins is back. And hopefully James Conner will come back. They're playing at home. 
they've got, you know, I mean, they've got so much potential on this offense. Once this offense starts to hum, the defense will go back to form. The defense has had to do too much, in my opinion. Now, you know, I'm getting, I'll, I'll shoot out, I'll, I'll uh, shout out Soul Pancakes here. Um, he, you know, comes at me and rightfully so. We like to have our debates and I welcome it. Thank you for watching. You get, definitely get your shout out here. Um, the defense has given up a 30 burger two weeks in a row. They have. Um, Kyler Murray and Greg Dorch with the turnovers last week made the defense look worse than they played and Dalvin Cook ran all over them. Both can be true. Both can be true. And I will say the week before against the, against the Saints, there was some garbage time points in there towards the end. But yeah, the defense needs to play as it did weeks two through week six, but the offense needs to do its part. Once again, the offense is set, is built to be the strength of this team, to lead this team's charge to victories. The defense is not built to be the strength of this team. It's built to set the table for the offense to eat, and the offense hasn't eaten very well so far this year from weeks one all the way through where we are now. They've had flashes. They've binged eating, but they haven't had long sustained meals like the defense has set the table for for them to do. Do I think they'll make the playoffs to pay off the tees? Yes. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. The defense will continue to improve. The offensive line will get healthier. And Hollywood Brown will come back at the perfect time where the Cardinals can just zip off into the galaxy. I do think that they're going to be putting up 30 points a game towards the, when Hollywood Brown comes back, this team will be equipped to put up 30 points a game offensively. And I think they will. And I think they're going to be a team that gets hot at the right time. Unlike the last two seasons where they, they were the antithesis. This is the year where Kyler Murray really shows people what he's made of, regardless of who's at head coach. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks so much for hanging out. Um, I will talk to you tomorrow. Locked on Cardinals, free and available on all platforms. Thanks for, um, yeah, thanks for hanging. Hope everybody has a good day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.